Welcome to Cryptid Crossroads 505. I'm Larry. And I'm Vince. Welcome to the show where we talk all things cryptid, Sasquatch, aliens, hauntings, and anything paranormal you would like to share with us. You can reach us at cryptidcrossroads505 at gmail.com. So settle in, open your mind, and enjoy the show. Hey, welcome to Cryptid Crossroads 505. We're here doing it once again. Vince, give me a shout out. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the studio. Glad to have you. Yeah, that's right. So today, we're going to switch it up, and we're going to talk about Squatch. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> we, we were talking off mic. We got a lot, to, a lot of different subjects, a lot of different things we watched, uh, so we're going to be all over the place, but... Hey, isn't that our MO? We that, are always all over the place. That's right. Our MO is just to talk about Squatch. Um, well, you want to lead us off? Because I know you've been watching something. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> now, I've been watching the... Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with Les Stroud's Survivor Man, but he, when his Survivor Man series was done, he got into the Bigfoot stuff. So he'd done a whole series of Bigfoot where uh, he produced it himself, correct? Right. Now, I, I think when he was doing Survivor Man... They didn't really want him talking about the Bigfoot subject. Right. No. Because he, he talked about a few times, especially in Alaska, when he had some crazy things happen. Uh, he, was, he said he was pulling the grass, making himself a bed, and something came crashing through the woods, and he could hear it pounding its chest and yelling like an ape. Right. And, uh, but I think uh, the people who produced Survivor Man didn't really want to go in that direction, so... Once he was done there, he, he went out on his own, and he's been doing these Bigfoot episodes. Right. Now, they're, they're probably old. I'm just catching up on the ones I haven't seen. Uh, yeah, they, are, they are old. They're, they're not that old. But, just a couple years but old. But they're a couple years old. But, and I've watched them all. I can't remember all of them, but they are interesting. And he does go into detail, and he talks about why he couldn't mention this on the Survivor Man series. And he does say, you know, the, the suit and ties at the top were like, no, you, you, if he, he had brought the idea to him, but they told him if he were to mention it or bring it up or go in that direction, that they would pull the plug. And maybe that's why there's no more Survivor Man. Maybe, yeah. Maybe he said, no, I got I to let people know what's going on. And during his Survivor Man series, he takes some of the footage to where one good instance is where he was being uh, shadowed by a big creature. And they didn't catch it until after they were reviewing it. But once he slowed it down and played it, it there was something clearly in the trees, and it was moving the trees as it followed him. Right. I, I remember that video, and that was, that was actually pretty good because whatever that was, you could clearly see it's something huge. It was big, and it was moving just as fast as him, but it was just watching him, shadowing him. Uh, I saw that and I was like, wow. Um, and then there's a few other times that he said when he was out there filming, you know, he cut the camera off, but clearly he heard things that he couldn't explain. He, he says he thinks he knows what it was, which is a squatch, but... Right, and you know what? That's why I like watching his stuff because he... He's not too quick to jump to say, oh, it's a Sasquatch. Like some of these researchers, right. they'll, they'll hear a woodpecker. Oh, it's a squash. <laughs> you know, he's, uh, 
he he knows the forest he knows the sound so he tries to figure out everything around it and even if he don't have an explanation he'll say that's strange but i can't say until i lay eyes on right it. he doesn't he doesn't want to speculate which is smart i mean because there could be a number of things out there but at the same time he said you know he felt like he was being watched in some instances and he he was more than positive he knew what it was, but there again, he wasn't going to speculate. And if you've never seen these series, uh, they're pretty good. I watched them on Amazon because Amazon had them on there for free. And I think it's it's a series, uh, well, it's just called, what's it? Let's Stroud the Bigfoot series. Uh I, I want to say it's even Survivor Man. Survivor Man Bigfoot. Bigfoot, yeah. Survivor Man Bigfoot. But but they're interesting, and he brings up a lot of good uh, topics, and he has a lot of good evidence that he, he's captured while filming Survivor Man. And he does take you back to some of the Survivor Man episodes, and he just isolates that one point where he thinks that he, the squatches were around him or he was being shadowed and followed. And he's he's pretty credible, if you ask me. Yeah, I, I believe so, too. <clears throat> now, the one I, I just watched earlier was uh, the Smoky Mountain one. And that was pretty cool because he went around and even had a, a local Native American guide. And and uh, they're, they're real spiritual, spiritual, especially when it comes to Bigfoot, because he's like the protector of the forest. And, right. And uh, he said uh, it, it was weird because he was talking and he'd stop. I just heard a whoop. You know, and they talk about crows making sounds and stuff, but he's like, no, that wasn't a crow. Right. And he's, he said, he, I'm on the fence. I'm between skeptic and a believer, but uh, I'm, I'm still on the fence, and I'm going to stay there until I get definitive evidence. Right. No, and, and that's pretty smart of him. But at the same time, he's been in the forest more than your average person, and I'm sure he's had many encounters that he can't explain. Um, and if you talk to people that have been in the forest, some people won't go back to the forest because they've had encounters and not necessarily uh, squatch encounters, but they've experienced things that frightened them so much, even though they didn't see a squatch, that they're just not going to go back in. Right. It's, it's funny you say that because when he was in the Smoky Mountains, uh, I, I believe that's where it was. I, I watched so many, they bleed together. You know, they the do. But uh, he was saying... <clears throat> that uh, the person who invited him there has had several encounters. Now, it's it's all spread out over like 30 years, this guy's life. Right. But he's had face-to-face -face encounters, and he invited him to this area. It's private property. It's, you know, reservation. Uh, but he said a year ago, at the same spot he was camping now, a family heard the stories, and they wanted to come and camp, and they were literally chased out of the forest. They right. ran uh, trees or sticks being thrown, rocks being thrown, Stone, chased yeah. them out. No, and, and they've been known to do that. If they don't want you in their, I guess, their territory, which they've marked as their home, and we got to remember the forest, it's their home. Right. It's, you wouldn't want someone camping out in your backyard. You know, let's, let's say you have uh, some vagrants that, post up in your backyard, you're, you're going to chase them off. You'll be like, no, you don't belong here. Right, especially if they're going to leave their trash and poop right. in there. <laughs> especially poop. Yeah. But, yeah. but yeah, no. So, I mean, these creatures, they're, they're just like humans. They're territorial like any other creature out there, like any animal. 
um, once they mark their territory, that's their home. Stay out, you know. Right, right. Now, and before I saw the Smoky Mountain ones, I, <coughs> I saw the one in Bluff Creek where the Patterson-Gimlin film was filmed. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was talking to my brother off camera because uh, there wasn't a lot of action when he was there. He saw some scat that was questionable. I mean, it's a big pile. It looked like human scat, just a lot bigger. Right. And he's like, if, if that's not a bear... It's a big human. I don't know what it is, but it, it was a big pile, you know. Right. And wow. uh, But there wasn't a whole lot of action, and a lot of it, I think, is because it was raining when he was there. And, that could uh, be why. When, you're, when it's raining, it, that masks the sound of the forest. I mean, yeah. something could sneak up on you, and you won't even know. Yeah. Um, no, no, it does. I mean, you, it, once it's raining, and, and when the rain starts coming down, Every creature in that forest beds down. Right. The, they're not moving until the rain passes, and it, you know they're they're just staying put, like just like bears, deer, everything. So I would expect the squatches to do the same. Right. And uh, but what was interesting is uh, the Bluff Creek. He went down there where the Patterson Gimlin film was filmed, and uh, I was talking to my brother about that when I got here. And my brother, he wasn't uh, aware of the red holes. No. And I, I showed him the video. Now, on the video, it's a man walking his dog in that, uh, in the area where they filmed Patty, Patterson Gilman. And there's these two holes, and they're, they look like they're filled with a red liquid, right? Right. And uh, there, there's something there. People say they're Sasquatch carcasses. Now, a lot of people say that was a hunting party, and they... That's where when they'd kill them, they throw them there, and that's why the the blood would pull up there, and right. And that dog even went toward them. He did, and I had never seen that video. So when we watched it, that was literally the first time I've seen that. Now I've seen the Patty video like probably a hundred times because uh, you, you know you'll watch it over and over just to see if you find anything different, but. Right. That video was the first time I seen it. And yeah, they look like poles, red poles. Um, it's like any hunting. You, you, the blood will accumulate if you stack up the bodies there. So right. it, it was interesting. I, I wish the film would have been a little clearer. But like we talked about, that was the best technology for filming you had back then. So it is what it is but it was interesting right uh, yeah was, i don't think it you could clean it up any better than it was right and uh the guy who was uh doing the research on that film he actually went to uh roger patterson's house after he passed away and his widow gave him access to the original video and all the negatives and positives and that's where he got all this information because uh, not a lot of people know about those red holes, I guess. No, I didn't. I mean... Everyone just sees the basic, the paddy walk. That's, you know, everyone sees, yeah, the, that's the video that's shared throughout the world. And, and that's the one that gets, you know, the most hits. That's what everyone... When you do Patterson-Gimlin film and look it up, that's what comes up. So that's what people look at. Uh, like I said, this video with the dog where he's walking them and the red poles... Tonight was the first time I've ever seen that, and uh, it it's interesting. It makes it makes me want to see if there's more video, or I, I don't know. It just piques your interest more. And if you're like us, you're like, well, if there's this video, there's got to be other video. And 
who can we contact or who who's contact someone to talk about this you know what i mean right can you know I, yeah and we we're talking about a, there there is other parts of this video i guess that a lot of people haven't saw and one of them well when they were analyzing the paddy walk they thought she had a, a herniated muscle or right. something because there's a bump on her leg but if you see the whole video before that uh, you could actually see it looks like she's shot in the leg because she falls right uh, and uh, th that was another thing the the guy who scrutinized the video he said when she falls you know she falls forward and catches herself with her hands but when she's bent over I mean her anatomy is plain as day her female parts show yeah, yeah. I mean and Whoever, if you're going to make a hoax, if you're going to go through that much trouble, I don't. Uh, yeah. Um, now we know women today would dress up and do that, but well, no, but, guys would too. But. Right. <laughs> but back then, I don't know if you, you know. Well, first it's going to be a pretty big ass woman, but now that's just too much trouble. And and there again, this video's been scrutinized for 50 years, and it still can't be proved proven that it's fake. Um, Hollywood costume designers and you know special effects people they all say it's genuine they're like no we didn't have the technology back in 67 to I think that's when it was filmed 67 yeah I, they're saying it back in that day we didn't have technology to make a costume look that real there's just no way because as this creature walks you see the muscles flexing you see right. You right. see the sinews, everything. I mean, there's it, just too much detail to be a too suit. much. Yeah, and if you've never seen it, I encourage you go go see it. See some of the cleaned up, steadied version, how they stabilized it. Right now, <clears throat> the reason I, I brought that up, Patty being shot, is one of the reasons they're looking into these red holes is because they think it was a hunting party. They say they killed several Sasquatch, maybe a whole whole clan, whole family, right. whatever. But uh. And that's why I brought up the part where Patty, it looked to me like she was shot because you could see something hit her leg and she falls. Right. And she keeps going. And the theory is she keeps going to uh, draw their attention away from something else. Maybe there was young in the forest right there right. trying to get everyone away from them. And also there was another piece of video I saw a long time ago. I don't know if you remember. I think you've seen it too where they... It looks like they shot one and it fell right next to a tree. See that? No, I, I haven't seen that one either. Yeah, that's part of the same video. I've seen that too, but finding it again, good luck. Well, of course, because, you know, like they say, if it's going to go back to the conspiracy theories where the government doesn't want you to know. So they, they probably pulled a lot of that. That's why the video you showed me tonight, I've never seen that. Right, and you've searched videos and you, I, I mean, I've searched Sasquatch videos, Bigfoot videos, and I've never seen that one. Right. So that's, it was interesting. It was, it was a definite moment where now I'm thinking, what the, and you know, if you look, it does look like there's something laying there in the two, like two carcasses. And, but I, I just want it to be clear, but yeah, and there's a pull of red by it. And I'm like, well, I'm, I'm going to go the Les Stroud way. Uh, there's something there. I just don't know what. Yeah, um, maybe I could take a screenshot or even uh, put a, a link to that video 
on our on our Facebook page. Yeah, you could do that. So you that could see it, and you know, you could judge for yourself because that's that's what they're trying to prove that they they it was a hunting party, right? More than a research party, right? And uh, when we we're talking about this off camera, you told me, well, if, that, if that's true, how come they didn't produce the bodies or right. share the bodies? And I told them, well. Maybe they killed these things and they took a look at them and they said, "Man, these things are too human." And we may get charged with murder. Yeah, and they covered it up, or the yeah. government came and Scooped made them, them cover up. Right. Well, and you hear stories of hunters that tell you, "I had this creature in my sights. I had my my rifle was ready to go. The creature was in my crosshairs, but I couldn't do it because it just looked too human." Right now. I was thinking that maybe the government had something to do with it because uh, this is right when uh, the Bigfoot uh, term was coined. And uh, right. this is really the beginning of uh, as far as uh, non-natives, right. Bigfoot, you know. No, I mean, this as well as, you know, up. Uh, well, it was up in Bluff Creek, too, where the first footprints were seen. Right, right, by yeah, the logging so, crew. Yeah, by the logging crew. So, and, and that's why Patterson and Gimlin went there. Exactly. So, you know, this was the error that sparked off the phenomenon that we know as Sasquatch interest. And people started becoming Squatchers, going out to the forest to see if they could find this creature further south. Right. Now, I was thinking about a government cover-up because, well, we all know how the government works. And, you know, it makes sense because throughout the years... A lot of people have come forward and claimed, oh, I was a person in that suit. Right. But yet they don't have the right. You've seen how they measure the eyes and yeah. nose. They don't have the measurements. They don't have the the body ratio, the arms, the legs, the torso. They don't have any of that. Right. But but they claim they were in the suit, and yet a suit was never ever been able to be produced. No. And like I so, said. But that's exactly what the government does. They try to. Discredit. Discredit. Now, and, and like I said, Hollywood uh, special effects, costume designers said they didn't have that technology back then. So for someone to, for one, say I was in the suit, two, we use today's technology to measure the, the facial features and it doesn't pass the smell test, that just tells you that there is a campaign out there to discredit everything about this creature. Why? I don't know. I mean, we, we know they're out there, and we, we do know. I mean, like I've said, is it a mass delusion? Right. Because thousands of people have had experiences. I, I will have to say no, because when I had my experience, I hadn't ate any of those mushrooms on the forest floor or any of that stuff. <laughs> right, right. No, no, and that's what I'm saying, you know, and what sparked us doing what we're doing right now is you had your experience. Right, and, and it's funny because uh, I was listening to Les Stroud. If you're familiar with him, he, he films himself while he's walking and he talks. He, he tells stories about, you know, past experiences, how he got into this and into that. And uh, he said, uh, one thing I've noticed is when you start researching Bigfoot, it's just uh, a whole world. And it, he said, the deeper you get, the creepier it gets. It, it does. And uh, when they were in... Um, I don't know if it was in in the Smoky Mountains or which one it was, but uh, one of the, I, I think it's uh, when they're in Texas, that's when I just started. Right. But uh, he was talking from the biblical stance, and he mentioned the Nephilim. Nef Nephilim, yeah. Uh, and uh, uh, Les Stroud, he was just blown away because he had never heard that theory before. Right. And uh, he, they told him the story about uh, how the angels 
mated with man and right. created a race of giants. And they even showed him the passages in the Bible where right. it says there were giants on this earth and there were after, you know. Yeah. And uh, he's like, this is going to take a while for me to wrap my mind around this. And, uh, and for those of you that don't know, it's in Genesis. Yeah, yeah. Yep. He even referenced that. Yes. And, uh, yeah, I've read it. I've read it many times. And it does say, you know, in the days of Noah, there were giants and after. Yeah. And I've brought that to uh, the attention of some of uh, my family that is so religious. Well, not religious, so, so biblical they are. But when I asked them about that, it seems like they didn't have the answer because maybe they didn't read that passage or they just read it and didn't pay attention to it. But I did. Uh, pick and choose, you know, what they want to yeah, yeah, Well, we call those cherry pickers. Right. But if you're going to read it, read it in context, all of it. And if you do, it will say, as in the days of Noah, there were giants and after. Um, so it's in Genesis. Yeah, and uh, you know it's just like any other thing. If if you're really serious about your religion, there's going to be some stuff that's hard to swallow. Yeah, it is. I, I mean, there's a lot of stuff in the Bible that's hard to swallow. But I mean, you you can't let it shake your faith. Your faith is your faith. But uh, you know, if you really get in and you study it, you're you're going to maybe come across some things that maybe contradict yourself. And but you know, let's get back to the nephilim. Because that is in there, um, right? And and you know the the book of Enoch is another one that talks about this. You know, they'll the book of Enoch goes even deeper. So I believe that they did mate with women because I believe in my Bible, and they did have uh, offspring that became you know legends like the Greek mythology and all this. So. Maybe, just maybe, these creatures are a spinoff. There's some remnants of the Nephilim, I should say. But right, right. And that's uh, what some people attribute to not being able to track them. Right. You know, it's a, a spiritual thing. And they said the Bigfoot is spiritual. Uh, you know, it's like one with the earth. Right. And that is what keeps the white man from tracking them and finding them. Right. And it could be because you hear people say that, uh, that, and I, I was listening to a documentary and they were saying, you know, the cloaking aspect of it, they're like, these creatures can cloak. Where do they get that power? Right. Don't know. Now, now, uh, when it comes to stuff like that, I'm I'm like Les Stroud. I'm I'm on the fence. Right. You know, I I can't tell somebody that they're a liar. Somebody who said they've seen it. Right. Uh, I know people who said they've seen them go through portals. Right. Uh, people claim to see orbs and UFOs around them, but until I see it with my own eyes, I gotta be a skeptic about it. Right. And and, and that's funny that you say orbs because I was watching uh, on Discovery Plus, there's a series called These Woods Are Haunted. And there's an episode where uh, a young man and his father and his mother live in a wooded area and they start having all these uh, squatches around them. The activity starts to get more intense and he has them. He sets up cameras and he has some good footage of how they come up just to the tree line, but they won't come into the open. Right. Uh, he even let his cat out, and they it shows the arm scooping up the cat. But the thing with this is, uh, 
I lost my train of thought, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, I'm getting older. Well, I'm well, sorry. They stay in the tree line because right. they say they could see the cameras. Right. Or uh, you know, in the woods, they like these uh, trail cams. They use what, infrared. To, infrared to, to and trigger. They, and they could see it. And they they say they could see in that spectrum because they could see in the dark. Right. But not only that, like I've told my brother before, that's their home. If they walk through, especially on a game trail, they use a lot. If there's something different, they're going to see it. Like you walk into your house and uh, one of your pots and pans is moved, you're going to notice when you walk right. in. Right. And back to my point on this, it's that this kid set up cameras and he actually got footage of them. Right. So we know that they exist. And they went out into the forest because, of course, they. he said it was mimicking, you know, sounds and it, it attracted they were like well what's out there so him and his friend went out there and there was multiple squatches out there not just one so they got frightened and they they just they left they ran back to the house as fast as they could but he does say that they they did see one and his dad was out there so his dad raised the rifle and he raised the rifle but he had an overwhelming feeling that, okay, it's, it's not here to hurt us. So he told his dad, put the rifle down, put it down. And he put his down, and they just backed up slowly. And it, it didn't confront them. It just watched them. And he would go out into the yard and work, and it, they were just, like, watching them. And back to my point now that my brain cells kicked back in is in the book of Enoch... <coughs> They, they call some of these angels and, you know, Nephilim, they call them the watchers. And it seems like that's what these squatches do. Maybe. They watch. Maybe. Yeah, so I don't know. Take it for what it is. Do your own research. Come up with your own theories. And, and then contact us and let's talk about it, man. Right, but we're going to want to see some evidence or... Yeah. Because we're, uh, I mean, we want to believe... Well, I do believe. I know uh, <laughs> yeah. we're still looking for that concrete evidence that uh, we could share. Uh, I mean, because if we go to the mountains right now and one runs out in front of our truck, you know, and we don't film it, uh, we're just going to be another story to all the skeptics. Right. They're just going to say, oh, uh, you guys were either drinking or or you were high. Or like my brother said, we ate those mushrooms. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yep. they're going to say we are delusional. Are we sure we saw what we saw? But, but that's how people are, you know. And uh, they, if they don't see it, then they don't believe it. Well, we're that way too, to a certain right? degree. Well, I mean, but but we're well, not going to call, come out and call you a liar because no. you tell your story because we weren't there. But we've had experiences when we go up to the mountains. So many strange things have happened, and like we've told our listeners. We've had experiences, and we were the only ones out there. Who else was out there? And who else could do the things that we heard or right. witnessed? And, and not only there, in, in the sky. And, and, yeah. and my other point on this The Woods Are Haunted episode with this kid is he caught on camera after he saw squatches. He did catch orbs. Orbs went through the backyard, and not just one... Uh, I think on the footage he has, there's like two or three orbs that zoom through the yard and one that like dances around and it shoots into the forest. But we're talking about squatches and orbs and that was just another uh, 
I guess, another, uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? Uh, sighting or, yeah, I guess another sighting that encountered orbs. Um, and what w- what were we watching with the Ron Moorhead? And remember, he they had orbs go through their camp as well. Uh, I want to say it was an interview because he was also on... Um on X, what is it, the Bigfoot, Alaskan Killer Bigfoot? Uh, Alaskan Killer Bigfoot. And he did mention that in the stories, but he got more in-depth in, in that interview we right. heard. Because he was talking about one shaped like a, kind of like a saber it, or something. Like a lightning, he said, yeah. like it, like a rod. And he had film, he had, he actually had pictures that he showed, and it was, it was wild. Yeah. So, I don't know, you be the judge, but I guess orbs and squatches do exist hand in hand. Um, um, just real quick before we go uh, on the Survivor Man, yeah. I, I don't know if it was a Smoky Mountain one, but at the beginning, the guy has uh, audio recordings. Did you hear that? It's like the Samurai Chat. Yes, yes. And uh, you guys might want to go check that out because that was, that was pretty cool. They even have it broken down, and they have the syllables written like a, like a written language, but, uh, I mean, it looks like Chinese or something, you know, because... Right. It's it's nothing like English. No, of course not. And and we've talked about it. And people that have taken these vocalizations from these creatures say that it's like they have two sets of vocal cords because at the same time they're high and low. Yeah. Um, and humans don't have that, and humans are incapable of doing that. So something out in the forest making this chatter has unique vocal cords that we don't so we can rule out it's a human out there pranking you know um i would suggest that they look up the ron moorhead uh sierra sounds as well if you want to hear some good samurai chatter that's that's the ron moorhead one has got to be the best it it is the best i've i've listened to that one night i sat and i played it over probably about 10 times because i was like wow and i asked myself what would i have done if I was out there with them to hear that. Uh, who knows? Well, the the thing about where they were is there's nowhere to run. There's no. That's, that's what I'm saying. You got you got to rough it out. And the way they roughed it out was pretty interesting. But I still feel if these creatures wanted Adam, even how they tried to protect themselves, they would have got him. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Easy. You know, an interesting fact. I, I told you on that Les Stroud. He had the guy with the audio recordings at the beginning right. and he was talking about when he was walking and there was a little valley across he said I heard them start yelling and he said it was like a yak 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 right. and that's exactly what I heard in the Hamus and I had never seen that episode before and I was like whoa right. remember the first one I said I thought was a female because it had a high pitched voice right. that's exactly the chatter she made no no I mean they're out there they make vocalizations uh it's just interesting, so I suggest that you guys listen to the Ron Moorhead Sierra sounds, and and you know what we're talking about. Yep. And check out the Les Stroud series, man. Yeah, those, those are real good. It's, he's it's he, really good. He's a good researcher. He's a good outdoorsman, and he's uh, he seems really credible. Yeah. No, he is. Um, he, he's a credible guy, uh, and we're we're not paid to push this out, so. You know, but if they want to pass, we'll take it. I was gonna say, obviously, we're not paid. Look how we're dressed. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we hope you enjoyed what we shared with you tonight, and we hope you do do your research and look up the Sierra Sounds and check out, you know, Les Stroud's 
Survivor Man Bigfoot series. I think you'll like it. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed the show. And be sure to reach out to us at cryptidcrossroads505 at gmail.com. Peace. Peace.